0: Hello. This is the Andy and Amanda show. Andy here. I think we got Amanda on the line, although I can't uh hear her, but I think she's here. How's everybody doing? Um this is the Friday show. It is July 29th, 2022. And uh, we are here to uh, present another afternoon of uh of interesting and fun discussion. It's uh actually five o'clock right now in Monterey, Mexico, where Amanda was living, but now she's back in the U.K., and I am here in our Los Angeles studios. Amanda is about two hours outside of London, I think it is. Let me see. I think she's coming back on now. Let's see if I can get her. Uh, Hello? hello there. There she is. Got you. Yeah, I hear you now. (laughs) I saw you on there before, and I was looking for you and looking for
1: you. I literally just... just I was chatting away and it's like, oh, I could hear by you your response that you couldn't hear me. It's like, huh? Yeah, I couldn't I hear just you.
0: Yeah. So it's 11 p.m. where you are. It's 3 p.m. in the afternoon yeah. here in Los Angeles, and on the East Coast in New York, it is six o'clock in the evening. Hey, I guess people are headed out for the weekend and do what they're going to do on the East Coast. There for this so last weekend in July, the summer kind of like halfway over. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it.
2: I um, know. Oh,
0: so where's it going? You know, it's, how's it going? I,
1: I don't understand. Am I missing something? Like yeah, have I, I been I like
0: just... in a time warp? <laughs> I, I feel the same way, you know, I'm I'm like, man, and I you know, I gotta say I did get out early in the summer. I was in the uh, in New Jersey shore and and down here in, in our spend some time beach time in here in Southern California and I was in Philly for a little while there and doing some Charleston and um doing some traveling and uh, head out again in August for a little bit here. Um and um so I'm, I'm determined, you know, I, I, summers go by and I, you know, September rolls around and here in Southern California, it doesn't, weather-wise, it's pretty much the same year round. It does get cooler in the, yeah. you know, the winter months, but but still it's beautiful out and very tolerable. It's not where I come from. Uh, and I guess also where you are in the UK in those winter times, you get the kind of ugly, gray, damp, um, you know, cool. Oh, quite sometimes, often. Some, sometimes, yeah, bo- bone chilling. Yeah. And here in California, you don't, you don't get that. It, it can go down to... You know, 50 degrees where I am at at night. Sometimes a little cooler. Um, yeah. 60, you know, I've got my ski jacket on once it goes below 60.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, actually, because you're not used to it being like that quite often, are you? Like, I mean, the um, yeah. majority of the yeah. year it's warmer for you, but... It
0: yeah. is, yeah. A- average, I would say, I would say average is about 82, you know, 70, 75 to 82 summer. So if you look at the summer months where it can hit 90, I mean, heck, in a few days, it will hit 95, 100 just, you know, for a day or two here and there. But it, yeah. then you, you look at the winter and you average it all out. And it's probably I could probably Google it, but the, I bet the average temperature is probably right around high seven, high mid to high seventies year round average. You know, right in there. Oh, I would, I would that's
1: not too bad.
0: That's not too guess. bad at all. We got to yeah, get you over we here. Yeah, because we go
1: right down to fifties, forties, and fifties. You know, it's like that's, that's not bad. going on? That's
0: during well, your day, right? That's during uh,
1: the day. Yeah, but then when it hits the nighttime, it's like when it starts to get cooler in the evening and then you go into night, it's like, oh, my God,
2: I just want some Jesus. sun.
0: <laughs> Did you – let me ask you. What, what is the name of the town where you're at, the, uh, the same town where Mark Lester's um uh clinic is? Yeah, yeah.
3: We
1: say Choutnum. Choutnum. Cheltenham. Choutnum. That's how we Chaltenham.
0: pronounce
1: it. But
0: Cheltenham, of
1: course, how it's written – And quite often people say how it's written is Charlton ham, and I've heard people like in the US with Birmingham because you've got Birmingham over there, we say ham like hum, so Birmingham. Hum. Charlton (laughs) hum,
2: yeah. Charlton.
0: I would say Charlton ham and cheese, a little bit of mayo on the side.
2: (laughs) you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good,
1: actually. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I've (laughs) done (laughs) it though. Yeah, serve it up. I'm ready for it. You know, it's
0: funny. I got to figure out how to turn this off on our recording, on our our studio screens here, at the Mandy and Mandy, at the. (laughs) It is Friday. Uh, We have oh, it just turned off. Uh, I have uh, for some, and I got to figure out how to work this. But I get the text transcription of what is what the computer hears or what you say, and I got to read them to you Uh because sometimes it just pops up out of nowhere and it takes what you and I say. Here it is on right now.
4: Oh yes! Yeah, and right now it.
0: It, it, it says, "Oh, oh yes, do it."
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Explanation <laughs> point. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. So here's what it says. I'll read it. It says, "Oh, oh explanation <laughs> point. Yes, do it. Yes, yes." That's what it says. I'm reading that. I'll take a picture of it. I'm not kidding. I'll take a picture and send it to you. Yeah, I'm playing along here. <laughs> Can <you say> that? <laughs>
1: Oh geez, I gotta be
0: careful of what I say. Oh geez, gotta be careful what I say. I'm just reading what it says. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, oh, Say okay. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and now the explanation point just came up. It must be really excellent. Oh. Oh, oh, oh my so. goodness! This is a lot of fun. Oh, this is a lot of
4: fun. Oh, excuse me.
0: <laughs> 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 the next hour I'm just going to repeat everything you said
2: <laughs> excellent
4: okay um,
0: excellent so. okay so
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: now I'm like, really nervous as to what to say because uh, actually the transcript would be hilarious wouldn't it you know if
0: we I wish there was a way to print it out I could send it to you I so know i not would really be nervous
1: hilarious. the transcripts yeah. of the Andy and Amanda show
0: <laughs> yeah wouldn't it yes <laughs> Oh. That
1: would be a righteous dream, wouldn't it? Can you imagine people would be like – because I, I know with authors and stuff, everything is inspiration to them. I know they sit in a cafe or they go out with friends or whatever. They're secretly eavesdropping people's conversations for ideas for books. So can you imagine Here's, if they saw our
0: transcripts? <laughs> it would be something because this transcript now says the transcripts are the only demandership not being the righteous dream. When Nick, the imagined people, would be like – because I know with authors – oh, it just went off. Eh? Mm-hmm. It, you can see, <laughs> you can see, very, very good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I got
2: to figure how do I turn that long.
0: off? I got to figure this out. Anyway, so how you doing, kiddo? How's it going over there?
1: I'm super duper, Mister Kimball. How about yourself, lovely?
0: Go, going well. Following the news here, you know, figuring out what we're going to talk about, what there is to talk about, show to show. And one thing that came up is you, you, you. Back in the 70s, we had here in this country um, uh, uh, the uh, Watergate scandal with uh, President Nixon at the time, who um, Mm – Some of the campaign uh, staffers decided, would, even though there was no chance of McGovern winning that election, McGovern was a Democrat candidate running against Nixon at the time. They decided, hey. they, were going to break, they decided they were going to break into the Watergate building there in Washington and break into the Democratic office headquarters and steal some files and see what they were doing. Like they really needed to do that. And then uh, Nixon covered it up with his henchmen, with his advisors. And, of course, he had to resign, all right? So um, – and, and Nixon, unbeknown to most of his associates and aides, was recording every single phone conversation he had. Nixon was rec- – if right. you talk to President Nixon, you don't know yeah. it, but he's, record- he's recording your conversation. And um, – oh. yeah, so the tapes came out. You know, the, As a matter of fact, you can go on the internet and, and listen to them. Listen to the, the Nixon Watergate tapes. I mean they're fascinating. Oh. And, fascinating. and, of mm-hmm. course – you know, and we've had uh, we've had, of course, uh, Mr. Nixon on our show several times to to comment about what we, you know, you know
4: yeah. what we do. You know, if he's
0: either know.
2: drinking too much or he's taking some pills. No. Well. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, no,
2: he'd probably go out and screw
0: off on that. Well. well anyway. Hey, does
1: this transcript pick up the recordings
0: as well, or just what we mm-hmm. say? I wonder. It hasn't. It's not. It's off right now. I don't know what kicks it oh. on and what kicks it off. <laughs> and I, Maybe I've that got Windows.
2: I, I have a Windows.
0: System. I, I, it's a function of Windows or something. But it's actually annoying, uh, actually. But it does come up. Um,
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. You have uh, yeah, you, you really to be awfully careful. You you do. You, um, you know. You really I agree. Yes. 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 Yeah.
2: I agree. Um, with
0: that. Yeah, uh, we. I think we. That view is the right one. Thank you. We we agree, Mr. Nixon. So anyway, my thing. Nixon's secretary, Evelyn Wood, was wait. Evelyn, not Evelyn Wood. Evelyn Wood's a speed reading course, right? Evelyn. (laughs) (laughs) Evelyn Wood had the speed reading course. Um, Oh,
4: excellent.
0: Who who was? uh, Oh my God, not Evelyn. What's her name? Evelyn. let me look it up here real quick. Nixon's.
4: Evelyn. Secretary.
2: Evelyn. What is
0: your last name? Evelyn. Evelyn Lincoln? Oh. No, that, she was uh, Presidential Secretary John F. Kennedy, interestingly enough. Huh. Um Watergate tapes. 18.5 missing gap in Nixon's secretary. Here, Here we go. Uh, Rosemary Woods, not Evelyn Wood. Rosemary Wood. Rosemary Wood. See, I found it. Rosemary Wood was Nixon's secretary, and for some strange reason, nobody. It was a big fuss, big big deal. About eighteen and a half minute gap in those tapes I told you about that went yeah. suddenly, er, that got somehow accidentally erased. <clears throat> right? Okay. Right. So yeah. how does that parlay? <clears throat> how, right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. How does that parlay into what I'm just about to say a minute ago? Because the during the insurrection, January sixth, uh, Vice President uh, Pence, um, Secret Service agents were so worried and concerned about this violent mob invading the Capitol building, where they were protecting the Vice President, also where the senators and Congresspeople were, who were, you know, ratifying the electoral uh, vote count. Um, they were so worried that they were texting and calling their homes goodbye to their loved ones and their family, thinking that they're not going to make it out of there that day. Oh, they're
2: my not, they're goodness. They're not going to make it
0: out. In addition to that, Vice President Pence was calling all of the shots that day. Nixon. Right. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Trump. <Nixon>. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Trump was uh, joyfully watching his television, eating a bowl of soup or whatever, and uh why his aides told him to do something about it, do something right now, go 60 feet away and get on the press room and make an announcement, get everybody out of the cap, and he didn't, he didn't do it, he wouldn't do it, he wouldn't do it. So Pence right. is, Pence is there calling the, the our National Guard, Pence is calling the additional police report, uh, 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 you know, the police force. Um, Pence is calling all the shots that day to protect himself, members of Congress and the Senate. And, and getting the people out of there—that was all being being orchestrated by the vice president of the United States, not by the president of the United States. Um, right. In, in the interim, there was a bunch of text messages of them uh, uh, sent uh, to the Secret Service, back and forth between the Secret Service and perhaps back and forth between the office of the president and the Secret Service, um, that um, are missing. And when I say missing, they were deleted despite orders that day. Do not delete any messages. And they were in the midst of changing systems. I mean, the, how the whole communication system in the Secret Service works. They're in the midst of upgrading everything, so they're worried about everything getting lost. But that was being delayed. Right. They said, everybody, do not delete your text messages of this day. And that was an order that came from the top. Well, guess what?
2: Right. What? what,
0: they're all what, gone. what? They're all no. Missing. Yeah, they're all gone. so uh And this was you know, just determined just recently, not long ago, but the Department of Homeland Security just reported that months earlier than previously known, they knew that these text messages were missing. And we're talking about hundreds, hundreds of back and forths that are gone.
2: Right. Okay.
0: So this thing is getting scarier and scarier and scarier and deeper is, and deeper, it? and I think some heads are going to roll eventually. And also, Mert Garland, the Attorney General of the United States of America, finally came out after so many were saying, well, how come you – know, we're hearing so much from the House Investigative Committee, the hearings, which have revealed so, so much damning information regarding the president. I mean, so much evidence has been, been, been revealed and, and depicted, displayed. Uh, his own aides, his own Republican aides uh, gave testimony that, that severely implicate him in this whole deal. And the question was, what's happening with the, the Department of DOJ, Department of Justice? What's happening to the DOJ here? What, what are they doing? Are they getting involved? Are they, what? And, and yes, they are and behind the scenes. As a matter of fact, they have information behind the scenes that the Congressional Committee doesn't even have. Right. So, hmm. what finally happened is Merrick Garland, the, the Attorney General of the United States of America, finally came out during an interview and said, "Nobody's above the law," law, and um, anybody who was involved in this, regardless of who they were, what they do—I mean, I'm summarizing what he said—will um, be indicted. Right. So, I think it's a matter of time before the very first time in American history that a former president of the United States of America is, in fact, indicted.
1: It's, uh, I, think, I, just, I can't see any way of him escaping this. I mean, Mm-mm. with the way things are getting complicated now, and more evidence has coming to the surface, like you said, it's scary what's coming to the surface. Yeah. Um, I can't see how he could escape this now.
0: I don't either. I, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't either.
1: I don't either. I don't know. I just, oh wow it's certainly interesting times Andy that much we know yeah
0: it is it is,
1: it is who can it honestly is. put their hand on their heart and say you know you, you didn't ex- I mean we expected to live through this because we didn't right I mean I, actually I was having this conversation with my mother the other day my dear sweet old mother and um, mm. we were just you know generalizing on everything that's going on in the world and she said, "Who would have thought that we would have lived through a pandemic, and all the craziness mm. that's been going on with wars and in governments and so?" I, said, I know, right? Yes, this is a conversation I was having with Andy, and um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, we can honestly say that we, we've lived through this time. In years to come, and say, "Wow, um, I want." I, I sit and generalize sometimes. I wonder what the future is going to look like. I think everybody does, but. Um, what I don't like, actually, is the amount of abuse that Biden is getting for all I the, the, the you. wonderful changes that he's making. I mean, from this side of things, from over here, all the way up here, up above you, um, we, um, well, I, I, I can't say we, that's very arrogant of me to do that. And, and unfair, because I'm sure multiple people here will feel different, but there's going to be quite a few who feel the same as me, that Biden is doing a great job. And... Mm-hmm. We have to lose those attachments and and personal kind of feelings we have because when we look at things on the surface, the job he's doing is absolutely wonderful. The changes he's incorporated, the the, the people he's trying to support, um, I think it's, it's outstanding. And again, I had this conversation with my mother about Boris Johnson. I think it's unfair the way he's been treated. Admittedly, he's lacked responsibility in some areas. But who walks into office and then has a pandemic land right on their doorstep? And it's the same with every Mm -hmm. person leading every country in this world. The whole world experienced the same thing at the same time. Who expected a pandemic to land on them? And then they've got to make all those decisions that is going to affect everybody. And it's just, it's a crazy position to be in. And he's just had one issue after the other. He tried to deliver um, Brexit. When you know mm-hmm. there was major conflict in the UK about that, uh, society was turning itself on each other and him for the you know yeah. the fact that he saw it through for everybody. He promised those who voted to come out of Europe, "I'm going to do this for you," and he saw it through. I admire him for it. So mm-hmm. it seems that you know, Boris, he's had the rough end of the stick. He's come out of this not so good, and Biden, who's trying his best to make all these wonderful changes, they just there's no appreciation for what. Actually, people go through
2: to
0: yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you, and and what and we're seeing you know like you know, the the well we're going to get an economic report here soon on on to see if we had uh, what we're looking like over the past two two quarters. If we're you know if we're seeing two quarters of uh, reduced economic output, it might it might indicate a, a mild recession that we're in. We don't we don't know that yet. You can yeah. you know, we we discussed the last. Uh, show the interest rates uh, went up another uh, you know point seven five uh, right. for the second time in eight months and there's supposedly in the fall there's going to be another hike and we talked about the um, the science behind that in the last show about how that affects the economy and hopefully curbs down spending and then uh, you, you cut down demand then you then prices come down to entice people to buy to continue to buy and then you know things kind of kind of level out at some sort of balance point down the pike here. But um, yeah. Biden, Biden, you know, as you just made very clear, um, there the issues that, that Biden and also uh, Boris Badenov there uh, was uh, facing <laughs> uh, were, were worldwide issues. They weren't local. They weren't regional and local issues. They weren't just the, the countries right. involved and the entire world. And you know we look at Russia and Ukraine now. We're also looking at Sudan and, and Russia illegally mining gold to fund the Russian war in Sudan, which is another thing we've got to look carefully into. Um, yeah, Sudan law. The Russians are there against against the country of Sudan, and we'll find out what happens. That we'll follow that up next week on the continuing story here. But um, regardless. Biden, you, you can't point a finger to Joe Biden and say this guy's doing a horrible job because he, he, the issues that we have here in America are being felt around the world. And, yeah. and what really bothers me when you speak to some folks uh, who are, let's say, high asset uh, sales, uh, jet airplanes, yachts, uh, luxury yeah. vacation homes, blah blah blah, and and though you hear them, not not this isn't you know global, but it's it's. You hear it more than once. I'm not sure um, that. Well, if uh, you know we get Biden out of office, you know we put a Republican. Things will just bounce back. We'll be, will be good. We'll be good. But that, that's not how it works. You know, what, the president doesn't go to the White House and wave a wand and dictate how the economy is going to go. That's not how it works at all. Yes. Biden has nothing to do, nothing to do with the economy. What do you expect him to do? you know executive orders exactly. going to be, you know what what do you, what folks who say oh he's horrible you know his his uh you know his um i call it his respect level his popularity uh is 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 very low you know very yes. low but yeah. i would like to hear from anybody who says he's doing a miserable job tell me one thing that he specifically did that is miserable and, and what would you do if you were in his shoes to correct that what, what do you expect him to do? Do you yeah, have an answer?
4: Do exactly. you
0: have an answer? What is the answer? And if you do, hey, listen, listeners, uh, call our show, 515-605-9888 if you're tuned in right now. Let us know what you would do. What, what's your, what is your summation of the economy, of your life, of, of how things are going in the United States and maybe elsewhere? And what would you personally do to uh, remedy it, to turn things around? What's the answer? Who knows the answer here? I would
1: like to hear that, actually, because I I think so many of us are so quick to judge. Putting politics aside, this goes for absolutely everything, every subject, every person. We all have that built in us to judge people. We do. We do it day in, day out with everything, Um, not just people, objects, situations, TV, movies, whatever it is. We judge it Mm -hmm. because that's our, our natural makeup. However, never do we stop and think, I wonder how I would feel in that person's shoes. I wonder what situation arrived on their doorstep that challenged them in that moment and said, okay, I've got to take this direction or I'm going to take this direction. Because it's so easy for us to say, oh, yeah, well, I would do this. Yes, you would do that. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what, what the situation presented at the time that person made the decision, You know, it, what options it gave them and, and how... Um, the effects of the choices that they could make. Um, For example, if they go down the route that somebody says, I would do this, Mm
4: -hmm. maybe,
1: I'm not explaining it very well, but for example, if Biden's given three choices, and he's chosen one that everybody dislikes, and everybody else is saying, oh no, I would have chosen this one. Okay, explain why you would have chosen that one, and uh, obviously Biden's got his own reasons for choosing what he's chosen, because maybe the other options showed a greater loss or actions um, from the choices that can be made. Mm-hmm. So like to be on the outside of government and dictating what we would do is one thing. And we, we, we do that because we're passionate. We want to see change for ourselves and for other people. We we, we want things to go in a great direction for everybody, but our leaders have to make very, very important choices that, There are other complications when making those choices. They can't just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this for everybody because then that's going to implicate something else and maybe cause problems in other areas. It's like Mm -hmm. um, trying to make a computer work. If you put in the wrong code in in a software, the the program itself is not going to function properly. It's going to come up with all sorts of errors. You're going to lose your work, blah, blah, blah. It's the same concept for trying to run a country.
0: You know. Uh, you're very well said. You're so right. You're right. Do you have any chance to know what uh, what is Boris doing now? Boris, uh, your former. Uh, uh,
1: oh wow, well, he's coming over next week for a cup of tea.
0: I thought so. We. I I yeah. want to see if
1: we can get. you think he come on the show? Oh, I'd love to get him on the show.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't it be
2: great?
1: Wouldn't it be great? I I see if I can um, contact zero Johnson and see if he would. Yeah,
2: to, to do you do that? And,
1: and I'm. It.
0: And we're getting – we're starting to get some political uh, figures on our show now, as we, we've said earlier. Uh, uh, Congressman, uh, representative uh, from Maryland, uh, Jamie Raskin, is coming on our show uh, probably the end of this month or early September to talk about the congressional investigation, his vision, his efforts, what's going on in Washington, and you know whatever we, he cares to talk about. But it's going to be a great discussion. Um, and it would be great if we can uh, reach out to, uh, to Boris Johnson. Uh, Bad, uh, not bad enough. With his, Johnson. I keep. I'm calling <laughs> bars bad enough uh, to get him on the show. And, and you know, and it's interesting because our show is so. Is it's not in a threatening environment. It's a relaxed conversation. You know, we talk about whatever they want to talk about and have some fun with it. And you know, express issues of concern and try to solve the problems of the world in a non-threatening, non-combative way. And, um, yeah. and I think it makes it a very comfortable environment overall.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I'm, a, I'm yeah. pretty excited mm-hmm. about Jamie coming on the show. I mean, that, that's uh, a phenomenal yeah. thing. And, um, you know, yep. when I think back to how I never used to be interested in politics,
4: mm-hmm. just because, you mm-hmm. know, I'm
1: so lost in what I was doing and, and what I wanted to do in my life and um, other areas I just had more attention to. You know, our government, especially the UK government, felt like it was letting everybody down here.
0: Speaking and, of. Um, yeah. Speaking of other things you're doing in your life and other things going on, and other interests, what a great segue into what we're about to do. Uh, you know, last week, or last, well, not last week, what's it, Friday, Wednesday, what? we um, talked about your music career and some songs that you uh, produce. And I've got one queued up here, and I think we should uh, oh. we should play it. Uh, really? It's, it's called Highway to Heaven. It's Amanda Love, my co host on the show. What a composition this is, and I want everybody to take a listen to this tune. Here we Aww. go on the Andy and Amanda Show. This is Amanda Love, Highway to Heaven. That's so weird hearing myself back like that. Just bizarre. <laughs> that, 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 and that's all you. I mean, what a great, great, great song. And, and that's Aww. all you, right? That 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 is all yes. you. That the bass, wow, the guitars, think, the keyboards, the drums.
1: I would say, I would love to say it's all me. The um, the replication of guitars and drums and everything, again, is all done through my keyboard. The instruments, the virtual instruments in my door. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I played away until I could create what sounded like a natural sounding um, yeah, yeah. guitar, the...
2: whatever. Yeah. The yeah. actual instruments um, are
0: are they their samples, right? But the actual composition—how you compose them, how you resolve one chord figure to the next chord yeah. figure—that's all you're playing. That's all you're you're doing. It's all you're composing, and yeah. and putting the yeah. putting the bass, putting the guitars, all they're sampled, whatever you're you're, you're dictating yeah. what goes where and how that whole thing's put together. I just think it's incredible. absolutely. Thank you so
1: Great. much. I appreciate that. Um, that that yeah. song
0: should be. Yeah. That song should be released. I mean that that should go to a that song should be released. That's a very, very well put together tune. I'm serious. Really, really. Thank you so much. We have a we have a caller. First time ever. Looks like a caller coming in here. I'm trying it's like blinking on and off here. It's crazy. It's uh I think this is the first time we've actually ever had somebody calling from a um, from a hot air balloon over over Arkansas.
2: Oh wow. Fantastic.
0: Isn't that 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 cool?
1: Let's
0: see if we get them on here. They're they're on their cell phone, listening to our show on a cell phone in a hot air balloon in central Arkansas. Let's see if we can get them on here. The emergency call in here. I'm clicking the button here. Let's see if they can get us. Hello, caller. Caller, you're you're on the line uh, in the hot air balloon. You're here. Hello.
2: Hey, how are you doing, guys? How are you doing? Hey. Hey. What are you
0: doing? what, What are you doing flying around the hot air balloon?
3: Hey man, I'm I'm just chilling, man. I'm on the Andy and Amanda show. April, excellent. What's up, guys? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. How,
4: yeah.
3: yeah, it's Friday,
0: guys. It's Friday. <laughs> we just heard we just heard "Highway to Heaven." Amanda loves composition, and you're just kind of blown away by yeah, it I again.
3: What do you it, think? It, it's <laughs> a great song. I think it's a great song. I think you should either either release it. Or sell it to somebody.
1: Yeah, I would. I would absolutely love to. Um, I'd love to do that. It's, you know, it's probably the one of the two songs that I get so much feedback on. About people say, "I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but it, it's really touched me personally. I would love to have this playing at my funeral because, you know, it's the way it says that highway to heaven. I guess they they picked up the word heaven and thought it's a perfect way to say goodbye to somebody. And I guess that's quite quite a personal and touching thing isn't it to have a song your song played at someone's funeral when there's millions of songs like from major artists that they could choose and they say your song is the one I want to have you know my family say goodbye to me that's just like that was really touching so um What's, what is yeah. the other
0: uh, what what is the other song called
1: it's called Love." um
4: yeah <laughs>
3: I actually, I want to let everybody know I'm driving right now. So, you know, to all the callers oh, and fans, I, I'm driving. So, yeah, I'm so you're not a show drive?
0: You, oh, you're not wow. in a hot air balloon. So, you're not in a hot air balloon, well, Arkansas.
3: Yeah, I'm still I'm driving it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and
3: for some reason, I don't know why the fire is going out. Oh, <laughs> crap.
1: Well, you don't want it to go out too yeah. so much. We'll be on the floor in a minute. <laughs> Just make sure no birds well, there.
3: you in the air. Blowing, I'm, still it. I'm still blowing it so, you know, so I can keep afloat with my, you know, breath and everything. So my, oh, my, my breath
2: blues. is hot. Oh, you fantastic.
1: Know, you know how so we, the, the cigars haven't um, damaged your, uh, your 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 lungs too much. You can still blow into that, <laughs> that air <laughs>
4: balloon. <blue. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: right. Oh, my goodness. So what's yeah, good, good. On, guys? How y'all
4: oh. Yeah. It's Friday.
0: It's Friday. We have coming yeah. to uh, Huntington Beach, where I will be on Sunday, um, uh, the national, or the international, the national, I believe it is, surfboard surfing championship in Huntington Beach, California, the 31st of That's July, it's coming awesome. on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, that is we so
3: cool. Got show the, uh, the pictures. We got to put it up on the media. Show the listeners, you know, some of those pictures that you're going to send us so everybody can see.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And, um, I'm looking forward to that. The Commonwealth Games yeah. got off to a great start. We've got, got a few golds, I think, and um, uh, silver, bronze. Uh, multiple people are doing very well for our country. And yeah, it's it's. I tell you what, the opening ceremony was pretty incredible. They had this yes. gigantic like um, metal. Ball, mechanical ball it was very impressive and like one of the um, athletes was approaching it in this almost um, I know he said operatic anything close <laughs> In ai in a, in a, can't even find the word right now but anyway she was approaching this ball and it looked very um, poetic before the way it was done and it's fantastic and yeah. if anybody can see the playback on YouTube or something check it out It is really beautiful and wonderful and the speeches that were given at the beginning fantastic so uh, yeah exciting
0: oh you know something some uh, yeah july july 30th is yeah. tomorrow right yeah.
4: Yes, it is. I, I,
0: then, then tomorrow is the Open Surfing, the 2022 U.S. Open of Surfing in Huntington Beach is the 30th, not the 31st. I stand corrected. i has oh. correct got a correction here, and it's the 30th in Huntington Beach. If you're into surfing at all, and, and I don't know if it's going to be televised. It's, it's the, you know, it's a big deal. It's a big surfing deal for you know. Are you gonna go check it out? I... Yeah, I'm gonna go. I wanna head hey, Andy, I was. I it can I surf? Can I surf? Um, yeah, do some waves, man. I am one of the few people. Not only can I surf, but I actually do headstands while I'm surfing. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. and you know I'm, one of, people, oh, I'm, and I'm one of the few people.
2: Boy, so
0: I'm one of the few people that can do cartwheels on the surfboard while I'm surfing.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. so you're telling me you can be oh on the surfboard, God. standing on one hand you're and eating set. a fish sandwich at the same time?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: You <laughs> are the best.
3: You are the best, dude. You, 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 you make a hit with that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, people gather at the beaches to see what I do.
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah. awesome. I
0: can't um, wait to see that fish. <laughs> and they sit and they wait, and they wait, and they wait, and they
1: wait. His fish sandwiches is strapped to his, um, his waist with um, a fanny pack. <laughs> Did, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. I didn't even know that existed. Actually, the surf um, event.
0: Yeah, that's news it's, to me. See? It's right up there with the lawn mowing championships. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? Yep. I definitely would. <laughs> I would not win that one. <laughs> oh
2: hell no! I'm the good the lawn mower. I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's oh right up there. Oh my goodness! Yeah.
2: That's fantastic,
0: excellent. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the um, it's the U.S. Open of Surfing. It's the world's largest surf competition, the largest one in the world. And the event includes world quest surfing and product demos and samples uh, of um, you know vari- various industry brands and surfing industry. Um, it's free, and it's a very large event. And uh, so get there early. Um, if you with the Huntington Beach Pier, those of you in Southern California, you can see it from the pier. You can walk to the event each day by staying at, uh, you know, one of the hotels or Airbnbs down there, or whatever. If you're going to drive, watch your parking, get there early. But anyway, it's a huge, huge event, and it starts uh, actually it begins August 30th and goes through August 7th, so it's all it's all week long. That's going to be incredible down there. It's going to be really, really cool. So Huntington wow. Beach, California, and there's also live music and. You know, a lot of fun things. And I gotta tell you, I love Southern California. You could say what you want, you could okay. say about traffic and people and LA, whatever. I love Southern California. It's a it's just a wonderful wonderful place to exist and, and live and network and go out and just absolutely the best the best. And it's right here. It's right it's right here. You know, I don't you don't have to travel. You know, I mean, you, you can get, you know, if you live anywhere in the country, you can come to California, you know, find the LAX or Burbank or whatever in, you know, airfares are crazy these days, but and normally um, and see all the state, ha- what the state has to offer. And it's just incredible. And, that, and I guess that's, you know, so many people move in. There, are, there have been a lot of people leaving because of the expense of living here. And people are going to yeah. Texas and Utah and I, I've heard that. I don't know what the numbers are really, but I know even some big businesses are pulling out because of the tax structures here. But just as a as a as a guy, you know, middle class guy, middle class family, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, not, not independently wealthy by by any means, uh, but I can afford to to make things happen here and live and enjoy enjoy all that California has to offer. And you, you know what they also say? You get what you pay for. You know, you get yeah. what you pay Definitely. for.
3: That's yeah. very true, Andy. Very yeah. true. Very
0: true. Get yeah. what you paid for. Yeah, you know I, I'm I'm less than an hour to you know Huntington Beach. Uh, you know I, I go there. I can go to Laguna Beach. I can go to to Manhattan Beach, Santa Monica, Marina del Rey, Venice Beach, the mountains. You know Malibu, uh, San Diego's within a couple hours south. That's a really great city to hang out in. San Francisco is about five and a half six hours up north. If you want to go to Big Sur, Yosemite, the Redwoods, Sequoias. Um, skiing, surfing, swimming, hiking—you know, nature, sea lions, forests. I mean, you, it's just incredible, and um, and also culture, opera, symphony, concerts. I mean, museums, art museums, cultural museums. More. It's just—it's—it's—it's. It's, it's fin- I, I guess I'll go to work for the Chamber of Commerce in Cal No, but I'm just saying <laughs> that that folks, if you if you want a. To, to enjoy a, a nice weekend away from wherever you are, um, you know, if you want to come to, to California for a, a long weekend, maybe three or four days, and just start exploring what this what this incredible geography has to offer, you you owe it to yourself to yeah. put it on your at least your bucket list, if nothing else. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. Or stay yeah. over Andy' house.
0: Just come stay here. We're opening up. Yeah, you know, we're trying to raise some money for the Andy Demando show, so I'm opening up my living room couch. <laughs>
1: Couch surfing, couch surfing. Yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? People invite other people to literally come and sleep on the couch and then they go and do the same at their house and so they can experience different towns and countries and that's a big thing apparently. Yeah. 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 It is. I I got invited once. I was just like, whoa, okay. Um, Would love to, but I can't right now. It was an interesting... Mm. um, Offer and I'm trying to remember the country that the person was from, but I guess you've got to have that trust as well, haven't you, of having a complete stranger you've not really said much to, to come and stay in your home while you go and stay in theirs, and it's like wait, <laughs> uh, hmm. so yeah, I guess a lot of people are very trusting in that sense, but I don't know, I don't know how
0: it works, but it's just it's fascinating. It, it, it indeed is. It really is. You know, I've done Airbnbs, and I, I don't like Airbnbs. Where you just take a room in somebody's house. You know, I've done that once, which wasn't so bad. Yeah. I, I do where you you rent the entire residence, the entire apartment, the entire condo, the entire home, as the case might be. I've done that a few times. Yeah. You know, I rent a rent an entire house. You know, mm. um, I'll do that, but I'm I'm not gonna, you know, somebody opens up their back bedroom or something, you know, next to the kids' room, and oh yeah, you know, well, if, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna do that. You know, you. do <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather go hotel. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of
1: people who feel that way. A lot of people. Yeah. Um. I just love the idea of just traveling around and staying in different places, literally just within my country alone. Because like I have said so many times on the show, there's so much I've still yet to see of places. You know, quirky little villages and historic sites and all sorts. And uh, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs>
0: some point what, what what if you had if you were telling somebody because obviously you're from uk and you're, you're yeah. born and raised <laughs> um and somebody was traveling to the uk never never been there uh,
4: yeah. and you
0: say oh you know you're you're you're, start, you're having a cup of coffee with somebody and you're saying oh you know i want to go to the uk oh, oh my god i, I live there you know where, where would you recommend first time going to the uk what would you uh, would it be london i guess or what, what would you say well, everybody
1: points to London because everybody knows of London. So I think that would, London is usually on everybody's list anyway to go mm-hmm. to. Because mm-hmm. you ask anybody in the US, name somewhere in the UK, the first place they'll say is London. Mm-hmm. They can hardly yeah. name yeah. anywhere else. Um, so it's like, okay, I wouldn't say London personally mm-hmm. because of what I've just explained. For me, I would say check out the, the Cotswolds, um, which is a vast... Um, area of countryside connecting through multiple counties and the um, historical sites and places you can uh, visit and have fun, entertainment, everything like you've just described, Andy, is just, it's absolutely truly stunning in the Cotswolds and of course you get tons of visitors every year just come to the Cotswolds alone in the UK because of the the types of cottages and historical mm-hmm. buildings you have. It, it, The architecture is absolutely stunning, and uh, that seems to draw millions of people around the world to come see us. So Mm -hmm. uh, personally, for me, I would say check that out. It depends what type of person you are. If you're looking for more of a a hyper kind of setting, then I would check out cities,
0: for example,
1: London and Mm -hmm. um, Birmingham, definitely, Uh, Manchester, Um, Liverpool. Liverpool is definitely on the list. I would say high up on the list because of the Beatles, um, you can go and check oh, yeah. out where they formed. You know, let it wow. out there. out yeah. um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, definitely that would be on the top four. I'd say London, Liverpool, uh, Manchester, Birmingham. And for the kind of more nature side of things, check out the Cotswolds, definitely. And um, Well,
3: Amanda. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Where's, also, where do the Queen live?
1: The Queen lives in London. She's got the okay. the palace which she stays in um, some of the time, and when she's there, they they fly the British flag to let everybody know she's home. Um, oh wow! And I that didn't she, know that. Wow! Wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, yeah. then that she's got uh, Windsor, which is where she stays and lives. And um, other family members they they spread out in their own different homes around London or the edges of London too. So uh, yeah, that's what happens with the Queen. I was, you can imagine how disappointed I was when I arrived at the palace and uh, the flag was down and she wasn't home. She invited me for tea. I was absolutely insulted.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is it?
0: Huh? <laughs> say again? <laughs> I think we lost him. What? Oh. Quino, are you there? No, y'all ain't losing me yet. Y'all not
3: going to get rid of me that bad. <laughs> 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 what did you say,
1: sweetheart? I didn't catch what you said.
3: No, I, I I said I didn't say anything, sis. I didn't say anything. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I just I just wanted to know where do Dracula live at?
1: Oh, Dracula. That is in Romania. Um in a castle there. Um I'm trying to remember the specific place now, and you can actually visit that castle and they will tell you all about the history of the, the supposed character of Dracula and um, what wow. actually went on. Yeah, oh, not far Oh, that would be so from, cool. I know, right? That's something on my bucket list to do because I just think that's just so interesting. And really? there's a, a forest, I think, not far from the castle. I don't know how far you have to travel. And some crazy stuff has gone on there, like people's experiences really? with the weird and unusual. Yeah,
3: yeah, lots of stories. Andy, so that's me and your type of stuff, right, Andy?
4: Yeah, yeah I love it, <laughs> love it. Love
2: it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A couple Goodbye. of years ago, right before right before COVID, I think I told you this, I was scheduled to go to London for a couple of shows, a uh, guitar workshop, which I was going to do in conjunction with a retail chain there called Guitar Guitar. And then I was going to go into and had the incredible um, privilege of being invited to a recording at Abbey Road, the famed Abbey Road studios in Mm -hmm. London my airfare on American at the time was $365 round trip what yep
3: wow wow
0: amazing deal Uh, I got I got a deal it wasn't a normal thing I got to a promotion but aside from that okay so put that aside it was easily a, for normal, a normal fare, and, and they refunded that. At first, they weren't going to refund it because at the time, the U.K. wasn't on the hotspot list of, of infected areas for COVID, you know, and they said, no, sorry, we, 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 the only thing we do is give you a flight credit. We can't refund it because, you know, London's not on our list for refunds. You can give you credit, but we're not going to refund it. I was like, man, so I waited about a year and a half until COVID went all over the place, and they did refund my money. But anyway, um, but aside from that, the average fare, you could go to London, uh, round trip out of Los Angeles, 10 and a half hour flight going, about 11 and a half hours coming back for about $500, 4, $495, $520. It's now, okay. now $1,000 round trip. Oh, ouch. The lowest fare I saw was 918 which I guess, which is still, considering where it came, you know, it's still higher. It's double what it was. Double, yeah, almost. You know, depending yeah. on you know. But anyway, um, airfare in general. Now, here's the weird thing. So I can go to London from LAX for this figure, thousand bucks, right? Okay. Guess how much it costs to go to Philadelphia from LAX? A thousand bucks. Is that possible? Tell me about it. Would you please explain that to me? I yeah. mean, I
1: get that the the United States is humongous, and it's probably about the. Well, no no, what, what's the travel London,
0: time? The, the travel time from LAX to the east coast is about um is about um West east, about five and a half hours.
2: Okay.
1: Check. And to
0: London and to London it's ten and a half hours.
1: Yeah, oh God. all right, okay. Well then. And the airfare the is
0: about the same. The airfare I'm gonna look.
1: That makes no sense. Because obviously, yeah. I, being a logical person that I am, would take into consideration that if you're traveling a greater distance, then you've got to pay for the cost of their <laughs> fuel as well, right? Because they've got to get you there. Um, yeah, the
0: fuel's ridiculous. Yeah, fuel is. Like,
1: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I would imagine that's quite a hefty part of the travel situation. And yeah. then obviously, yeah. paying for yeah. your, like your food and stuff on the plane and.
0: I don't know. What's I don't here? know what. Yeah. I don't know it how they you, you buy everything, charge. Man. You know. You, you know. The other interesting thing is, I'm going to do something real right here, real quick. Same dates. Yeah. Okay. I just plugged in. I just plugged in a trip to London on nine thirteen, returning nine twenty, for about a thousand bucks. So let's just do Philadelphia. Oh, just for a hell of it. Let's just do Philadelphia. Yeah. Same dates. Is
3: it's, it's nine hundred ninety nine dollars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ninety nine cents.
0: Yeah, so um, Wow here we go, Philadelphia, and let's see if that comes up to. Same dates. Okay, same dates to Philly. Okay, a little less, $900. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: you know, wow,
3: they, great saving. They, <laughs> they, they gave you a discount. They gave now, you
0: a we discount. We <laughs> here we go. Now I got some discount fares rolling in. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Now it's starting to make sense. Here we go. Got it now.
3: Here we go. Here we, oh. go. Here we, go. Here we go.
0: You ready? Oh. All right.
3: Now it's a yeah. thousand
0: twenty. <laughs> oh, here's a low one. Oh, uh, you never. I never fly Spirit. Their seats. Their seats are made of metal. It's like sitting on a metal rack. Um, oh my
2: goodness. And, it's like being on a
0: second bus. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, Delta two ninety eight. This is the Philadelphia American three sixty seven. Spirit two twenty two. Forget them. I, I won't fly them. Um, 360, unless, you know, money is... Uh, spirit, though, you've got to pay for a seat. I mean, you, know, you, you, the, you have to standing room only. Unless you, you want a seat, you've got to pay for extra for that, Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we we'll, we'll get on the plane. We're not, not going to give you a seat. You'll get on the plane. Oh, you want to sit down? Oh, 200 more. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, you
4: the Spirit.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so how do they
1: actually break down the cost? For your Uh, kit. I mean, what's involved? Are you you paying for fuel? Are you paying for the type of seat? Are you paying for your food? Are you paying for some sort? I I know you pay for tax for something, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fuel. uh, Mostly it's fuel based. And also salaries are incredible. Airline salaries now are amazing. You know, you're getting captains who've been there for a while making close to half a million dollars a year. You know, <laughs> half, yeah, they work, they, they work 12 to 14 days a month. I was a pilot. They, they didn't pay this when I was flying. Believe me, I probably would have stayed with it. Um, the, um, uh, but you know, Southwest captains, supposedly, Southwest Airlines are the highest paid captains in the country right now. And there's the senior guys and girls who've been, um, you know, maybe just a little bit of overtime here and there, uh, working 12, 14, maybe 15 days a month, they're making a half a million a year. Yeah.
2: Holy moly. Yes, yeah, so when you board that airliner. Way.
0: You, when you when you board that airliner, um, your your flight crew is making a whole lot of money up there in the flight deck. Yeah, they're making a lot of money. I mean, captains sure. are making four hundred thousand. Their base three hundred some thousand. the First officers are making about one hundred ninety thousand, one hundred fifty. Right on there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so something else It really is, it really is. But um,
1: and yet you've got. I mean, I realize their their position of keeping people alive is very important. But then you've got. Mm-hmm you got the responsibility of that with firefighters and doctors and nurses that lot, you can get in the half of that.
0: Yeah, and also you, your average generally. flight attendant salary, your average flight attendant is making 64000 <gasps> Wow. Yeah, yeah 64000 And i got to tell you, folks, if you're 30 or 40 or even forty, late 40s, mid 40s, late 30s, you can be an airline pilot if you've never flown before. Take your first introductory flight lesson next month, go through all your ratings, cost you about 7000 or 80000 bucks to do everything from soup to nuts to your commercial and multi-engine instrument, everything you need to get qualified for an airline job. You will get an airline interview after your training and, and get you land yourself a right seat job in a regional jet that'll pay about 66000 plus a sign-on bonus of, of X amount to start day one. Full health benefits, pension, easy, you know, 14 days a month flying schedule. 66,000 day one, uh, by the time you're third or fourth year, you'll be making 90,000 bucks or so. Wow. And so if you are in your thirties, your forties, I've even heard stories of low fifties because they are looking for flight crews. They're, they're, they're so, I mean, a lot of the reasons why we're seeing airlines cancel flights is because they don't have the flight crews to fly them. And very few people now compared to years ago are, are paying, for flying lessons because it's so damn expensive over you're over schooling and you don't even you don't even need a college education anymore. You used to need college, not now. You land yourself you, you graduate high school, go get all your flight training done and and the deal is you will you will land an airline job in your th- wow. I don't care if you're 30 some years old right now, which seems old to start a, a career change and you've never flown before. you, you from from your pr- first lesson as a private pilot through your multi-engine and instrument ratings. You will you will cost you about eighty thousand bucks or so right now, and you will land a job after you're finished your training, unless you spend some time as a flight instructor, which isn't a bad thing to do for a short period of time and get your your flight instructor training as well. But you will land a job in the right seat of a Canada Air uh, Challenger or an Embraer 175 or 190, whatever it is, um, in the right seat as a first officer, and you will make sixty-six thousand dollars a year day one plus. Uh, I've heard twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 sign on bonus after you've been there one year. They oh, need really? pilots. They need pilots. And all of the regional, these uh, regional jet airlines, uh, they're they're gateways to the companies they're affiliated with. In other words, you have American Eagle here, which is the feeder route. They do the, a lot of regional flights for American Airlines and smaller jets. These guys, yeah. uh, if they put in some time with American Eagle – will graduate to American Airlines and be flying a 320 and the 757s and the 7 whatever whatever you know seven 777s and start making some uh, you know as as you as you get up there in and, uh, and age you'll be making some serious serious money now mandatory retirement is up to 65 years old right now in the airline business wow so, um, just a little little you know if you're a parent and you have a kid or if you have a sibling or somebody you know they don't know quite what they want to do with their life uh, get, get the loan. Get your, you know, go to an, uh, go to a flight training academy in Florida somewhere where they put you through from from, you know, a whole a whole airline prep training course. There's schools in Florida that offer that, from private all the way through to what you need to get an airline job, and they guarantee an interview with an airline when you graduate with all your appropriate ratings. And it's a long haul. I mean, you can do it within a year. You can get all your ratings in a year. You know, but you're, you're flying every day. You know, but you can get your ratings in a year. And year two. Bam, sixty-six thousand bucks day one. Free travel, you know. When you're off, you you can fly you know, jump seat or a non-rev on your airline or on other airlines in their jump seat. Uh, great travel benefits, obviously, and great, great, you know, benefits. Um, and that's my plug for the airline industry for today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: nicely done. <laughs>
0: thank you, thank you. As opposed to trying to be, as opposed to trying to be a focus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I want to ask y'all
3: a question. It's starting to rain on my air balloon. What do I do? Uh, keep going. Rain <laughs> <on>. Keep going. It's starting to rain. What uh, should I do? The, the light went out and the fire went out. What should I do, guys? And I don't have
4: a parachute. Uh, uh,
0: no coordination, Uh-oh. no nothing. Oh, I, <laughs> oh
1: dear. Wait, wait, wait for the next
2: bird
4: to fly by. That's a, a disgrace what
0: happened. Frankly, a
3: Thank real you. disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Cornell. Right?
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, oh my yeah. goodness! I've never been in an airplane. Always wanted to.
0: Wow, I have no desire to to to, to be in a, anything except a fixed wing airplane. I wouldn't. I don't even oh, want to really? get a helicopter. I don't, yeah, I don't even want to get anything's oh, got to beat the uh, air into submission from airborne. You know, like helicopters, yeah. not might thing. Well, hey, that's you know what
1: happened to Kobe? I wouldn't get into a helicopter. Oh enough. my
0: god! The, oh, yeah. that poor, that pilot. That's called get there itis. It's a, it's a cause of a lot of general aviation accidents. Got to yeah. get there. Got to get there. You put you put that in front of safety of in, of uh, managing the air, aircraft. Exactly. Get, it's called get get there itis. You know, and you learn all about that as part of your flight training. You learn all about that. Oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So yes. let's see what happens. There's going to be a lot on tap to talk about next week as we wrap this uh, this week up and the show up here on the Andy Demanda Program. Again, folks, if you care to get in touch with the show, just send us an email at andydemandyshow at com and let us know your thoughts and what's on your mind and what you'd like us to talk about, thoughts, suggestions, comments, questions. If you want to be a guest on the show or know somebody who might make an interesting guest that we have on our show, let us know. show at com. And, of course, you're free to co- call the show. Monday, Wednesday and Fridays, uh in New York Times, six to seven PM uh five one five six oh five nine eight eight eight. We're here to take your calls and talk about whatever you like to talk about. That's what we do. As you see, we we just kick back and, and talk about whatever. It's a kind of you know, yeah. lighthearted, Light- easygoing show. we kinda of talk about some important things that we think needs to be addressed, but for the most part, you know, we're just just musicians hanging out, having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: and It's a lot of fun. <laughs> a, lot, a
0: lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, and, and a lot, lot of people. Real
0: quick. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it went by real quick, and you know, Republicans do love our show. They, they really Republicans love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Bless them all. Bless Thank them you. all. I
1: say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think um, she might believe me. me. She may have. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Wow!
2: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, wow! Well, well, the weekend is here, people. It is time yeah. to kick back <laughs> yeah. and
0: what do to do. What I, do. Uh, I told you all about what I'm doing this weekend with the surfing champs. What are you? What are you going to be doing? Man, anything much?
1: I am going to be selling some items that I no longer want or or need. So you know, get a bit of extra cash and make some room, and that will be a lot of fun. And uh, probably just seeing the family, and I've got some uh, work on music to do. Um, I'm actually editing a whole track of uh, multiple songs all together for a wedding. So
2: that's mm. awesome. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: Wow. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you know you... Uh, you and you uh, do live very well. You do? Mm-hmm. I try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you made three <laughs> and a half
2: million dollars.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I am gonna yeah. say yes I do. I'm gonna bring that the manifestation. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> My
1: baby, <laughs>
2: when you go out with me, money means nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I
1: know. It's just a fish mm-hmm. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um <Good> <laughs> <clears throat> yes, uh, yeah uh, we're going to, we're, we're, uh,
3: we're, uh, hell, um, anyway. So I guess. wish somebody would shut him the fuck
4: up. Uh, oh, oh. <gasps> that was, oh, gosh, oh,
0: oh, gosh, well, <laughs> uh, all right, we're out of here. Folks, um, I think we'll, uh, I'm going to do, uh, play a song here. It's queued up. I'm not exactly sure what version of it is or where this is recorded live. It says TikTok. It must have been a live show that was on TikTok of me playing the Tommy Tucker classic high heel sneakers. And I think it's a big boss man of Andy Kimball. That's me. And we'll finish this show with, with that. And uh, that way you get to hear uh, Amanda's amazing composition of Highway to Heaven that we played earlier. And my not so amazing composition. It's actually it's not Excuse my me. composition. My, not me. my my not so amazing composition of um, of what I'm gonna play here because I didn't write it. But it is a good Stop song. Stop
1: putting yourself down, Mister Kimball. Oh
0: man, you know, you know. Oh, I gotta tell you, I did a show last night that was so cool. I, I'm gonna put it on. That's what I'm gonna do. I recorded on a phone, but at least it sounds. Yeah, I'm gonna. I might even bounce that on the podcast of today's show. Because uh, oh. it's a close, closing songs of a show I did last night That went really, really well, man It just so, that guitar was flying That guitar was on fire last night I got, oh, I'm wow. just saying, I'm just saying Sometimes yeah. it just, <laughs> that, that guitar just goes And I'm, I'm sitting uh-huh. there like on autopilot You know, like, whoa, what the you hell the uh, <laughs> burn mark what from the fingers
2: to prove it Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah.
0: Who, 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 you know, who's, how, what the hell You know, the guitar just goes, bam And I'm like, I man, be, it's something else Really is anyway. <laughs> Amazing. So it, it's fun. So um, let's hear that tune. It's High Heel Sneakers by Tommy Tucker and Jimmy Ree's Big Boss Man. I'm gonna. It's a me playing it at a show somewhere that was live streamed, but I'll play it. I don't know what it sounds like because I haven't heard it myself, but we're gonna find out. And I want to wish everybody a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Cornell, have a great weekend. Amanda, enjoy, have a great time. I'll be at the surfing championships so. in Huntington You're Beach. Also, okay. And Amanda, get thank us out of are. here so we can go enjoy the weekend. Okay. On behalf of Andy
1: Kimball there in California, Hollywood, myself, Amanda Love here in the UK, Connell Butler in Delaware, thank you so much for everyone joining us. We love you. Have an amazing weekend. Enjoy this music from Andy Kimball. And we will see you on Monday. Take care, everyone. Have a
4: good time. Take care now. Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: No. Oh.